And now, it's time for the Am I Worth the Time show. So enjoy yourself with the game. Back in studio, am I worth the time? If you want to call in, the studio line is 214-556-6239. I want to first start out with the male host, male host studio award that was given to Stevie B this week for all 2023. Right. Man. All right. All right. And, you know, it, it all comes from his, 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 his action word. You know, he's a doer. And being a doer, that's where my word is going to come from today. So you can follow me in the first of James 22 through 25. But he doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this is the one who will be blessed in what he does. All right. All right. Mm. All righty. Let us say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come today and we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you today, God, for our show, and we thank you, God, that you are helping us to be doers of your word and not just hearers. Mm. We pray and we thank you for our guests today, God. We pray for those that may be viewing by Facebook, and we pray for those that are listening by uh, Internet Airways. We thank you and we lift up the families, God, that shares with us weekly here on the Am I Worth the Time show. We are truly grateful for who you are and what you have done in our lives and how you are keeping us. Yes. It's in Jesus' name. We pray for every family. We pray for every heart. God, we lift them up to you and we ask that you open up doors that need to be opened. Close what needs to be closed. We pray. For Israel, God, in the name of Jesus, we remember uh, Ukraine, and we lift them up to you, and we ask God in the name of Jesus that you will continue to rest, rule, and abide, is our prayer. Amen. 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 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Am I Worth the Time show. I'm your host, Stevie B. Yeah, thank you, JP, for reminding us for all of the family and friends that nominated our show out of 75 shows, nominated us mm. as one of the top 10 shows here at Fishbowl Studio. And thank you all for nominating me and, yes, voting for me to be the male host of the year right here at Fishbowl Studio, Stevie B. Oh, yeah. It's real good. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some fabulous guests here in the studio with us today. We have uh, Lady Regina uh, Crane that's in here with us. And we also have a gentleman, Pastor uh, Cole, who is in studio with us today. And they're going to be sharing with us something that is really super important to them and in our community. And it's really something that is really needed about ready to win. And so I'll, without further delay, I want to introduce Lady Regina Crane. Say hello to us, Lady Crane. Right, male host of the year 2023. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Amen. On such an honor and your dedication and devotion yes. uh, to just getting out critical information. Thank you for the opportunity to share something that is passionate to Pastor Cole. Uh, we're from Read to Win. Read to Win. Read to Win, which is a reading intervention. And he is the CEO and I'm the coup, which All stands righty. for Chief Operating Officer. All right. All right. So we're glad to be here. And let me have. Pastor Cole, come on, my brother, and share your thoughts at Dougie. Welcome to the Am I Worth the Time show. Brother Stevie B, congratulations again for being male host of the year. And uh, it is a uh, blessing to be here today. Again, my name is Pastor Sultan Cole. Sultan Cole. Sultan Cole. And uh, I'm here again with uh, my coup. You know, <laughs> and uh, one of my best friends, my best pastor friend in Fort Worth, Texas, is his beautiful, illustrious wife, who uh, I always say, when you have somebody on a team, make sure you got somebody smarter than you. Oh. And, uh, and so uh, we've been working together for a number of years, uh, again, with the initiative uh, that was uh, birthed in 2017. All right. uh, the Lord put it in my heart to start working with our kids, in yes. particular, yes. African-American kids in underserved communities, because... We realize that if a, if a child is not able to read at reading grade level, That's right. uh, it is one of the main indicators of where their life is going to end up. That's right. Okay. Because if you can't read, you can't do math, you can't do anything, right. you know. Right. And so uh, we're looking forward to speaking more about uh, Read to Win uh, and, and, and the impact that we've, we've had that the Lord has allowed us to have uh, in our community uh, and the influence um, and the ripple effect that it's had on so many other people as well. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. That's good. That's, That's real good. That's Ladies and gentlemen, listen, you want to uh, hit somebody, tag them, whatever it may be. If you're, if you're listening by the Internet, you want to tell somebody to go on to FBRN.us and tune in. If you're looking by Facebook, listen, you want to share the, 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 the link with them. Uh, you want to tell them to go to uh, Fishbowl Studio or Am I Worth the Time? And you definitely want to be part of today's 
broadcast. Come yes. on, JP. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm, I'm, um, <clears throat> I believe in the, uh, the reading of our children. You know, when I, I had small kids at a certain age, I would always test my kids when they came home. And what I found, I couldn't trust the report cards. You know, I actually pulled all my kids out of Fort Worth and moved them because I didn't trust the report cards. So this program would have been excellent for me when I was a young parent. But how do you engage with kids, and um, where, where do you target the kids from? Do you base it off report cards or interaction with them? I mean, tell me where the program starts. Well, the impetus of, of Read to Win began, um, like I said, back in 2000, really before 2017. We officially became a 501c3 then. Okay. Uh, our main objective at the time was to provide mentors mm. uh, for elementary school kids. Mm. But then what we discovered is that while we were mentoring these kids, that literacy was a major issue yes. that was really not on anyone's radar. Yeah. Uh, in particular, how it uh, impacted African-American boys. Yes, yes. And because I grew up in a uh, tough part of Fort Worth. Yes, You know, yes. single-parent home and education was huge. Uh, yes. You just mentioned how you would test your kids on, on you know, what they learned at school. And exactly. And the report card didn't always tell the truth. No, it didn't. Well, the times when I didn't have anything to do around the house, my mom said, go pick up a book. Mm. And then she would have me to do the book report. That's right. You know, and most of that book, th- those books were African-American studies and things of that nature, uh, our history. That's right. And so I've always just had a passion for learning, you mm. know. And so I realized that, you know, the the benefits that I, that I received from education, uh, every child right. should have that same opportunity. And it begins with reading. That's right. You know, matter of fact, uh, what people don't fail to realize, and you know, since I'm a pastor and we're, we're on a Christian broadcast right now, um, a lot of people don't realize that Sunday school was really meant to teach our kids the three R's, writing, arithmetic, right, and reading. That's they right. They say the three R's, right? That's right, right, right. But uh, they use that time during Sunday to teach our kids because for, for the most part, and I'm, I'm giving you some historical basis. Exactly. When they brought our people over here, the first thing they did was to make sure we were uneducated. Right. Wow. They had to hide it. They, hide, they, they, they yeah. separated us. Exactly. We, they, those that had the same language, we, they put us on different plantations mm. so we couldn't exchange information. Mm. And then they even passed laws that said you could not teach those who were enslaved mm. anything how to read. Mm. Wow. So as a result of that, we've had a ripple effect that has been a generational um negative impact on our people for so many years and so now we've come to a point now we realize and even in this economy today they realize okay we needed uneducated workers back in the 1700s but now they're looking at 2000s and they're going like okay we need an educated workforce so the same sin that was committed back then we've got to rectify that and 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 fix it today and i believe that the the only people that can really uh take hold of that destiny uh are people of color and uh, and really, uh, that's where we started. We started uh, with mentoring, and then we realized, you know what, we gotta we gotta go deeper with this. That's right. Mm-hmm. And literacy was just that, because if you don't know your ABCs, ABCs lead to one, Ooh. two, threes. Yes, right. Yes. And so, uh, so what we do with Read to Win, we focus in on that grade level, first grade level. That's right. Uh, here in the state of Texas, it by law, kids don't have to go to school until the first grade. So mm. pre-K and kindergarten, Ooh, all of that is not even mm. required. But when a kid is six years old, am I mm. correct about yes, Lady Crane? Mm. When they're six years old, a parent can get a get a ticket, get a citation for not having their kid in school. They need that. So it, <laughs> so they need that. <laughs> yeah. He says. So if if these children and what I've discovered in in our research, our children are like thirty some odd thousand hours behind. I mean, wow. it's a it's a lot of time behind wow. uh, of any educational experience by the time they reach 
the first grade. And they can't so you make it thousands. Up. Yeah. Right. And so now you got an educational gap there. Right. So what Read to Win does, we go in and we just provide that that tool. And we can talk about it a little bit more because I want would like uh, Lady Crane to talk about it um, from a uh, strategic perspective, from an educational perspective. Mm. Uh, I'm not an educator. I have okay. my degree in engineering. Okay. Uh, okay. But I love children. You know, uh, and I, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a sociologist, but I am a soulologist, right? <laughs> and so, uh, I'm but, but you know, the one thing that I can take from even having a brief conversation with you is sure. you know how to articulate your words. Absolutely. And <clears throat> a lot of times in our youth right now, they don't want to articulate their words because they hide the fact if I'm educated or not. Exactly. I know some that are very intelligent and will hide it because they have a fear of someone thinking they are on another level. Right. So. It's very good, especially when you're talking about grades one to three. Right. But when they go home, how do you make sure that parent that's in their 20 to 30s right now are engaged with the same thing that you're teaching a child? Lady Crane, you want to take that one? Let me just uh, first start off by saying uh, I was thinking, you know, just some data because data mm. determines a lot of times yes, decisions, ma'am. right? Mm-hmm. So I was looking just recently in 2022, a statistic came out that Texas – Texas, and we're not talking about the nation. We're talking about Texas has the fourth lowest literacy rate. Wow. Of 81%. Is that everybody? Is that African American? That's everybody, you know. But of course, with our children of color, Uh right? Uh Um, We definitely have an issue there because anytime you look at test scores, which Mm -hmm. we get to see those test scores, I am a retired, repurposed educator for 29 years. Okay. Now, I did high school. I did high school there. But people wonder how a kid can get through high school without reading. And they do it every day. They're still doing it. And don't be an athlete. You really get through it. And there are kids, as you talked about on the report card, that there was a lady that actually did an assessment of kids that were making A's and B's. And the parents like, but it's still something wrong. Kid could not that read. Part. That part. Right? And so we are in a crisis. We're past that. And I was thinking about even the word of God even addresses that. Mac- Micah 6 and 8. It said, he has shown you, O man, what does the Lord require? To mm. do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Mm. Now, what does that have to do with reading and with literacy? The first part, that one part, to do justly. Uh-oh. And when you're talking about doing justly, what you're talking about doing is having access to resource, like read to win. Okay. Equity. Okay. Everybody don't need the same thing, but equity doesn't mean that everybody gets the same thing. Everybody gets what they need, so we're on a fair playing ground. That's right. That's right. And so we have all these conversations in the educational world and across the country about it's always about race. No, it's really about let's get on the same playing ground because what you need may diff- be different than what I need. Right. Mm-hmm. But we still can get to the same goal, right? Right. right? And so we want access to that, and we also want just just being a human you know, that it's a morally should should really uh, within ourselves as a believer in particular, m- morally thinking that's injustice right. when our kids mm-hmm. can't read. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, back to your to your point of the adult. Here's the one part that I've said to a few educators lately. Teachers send homework home to Uh-oh. parents that can't read. They can't, they read. can't read. They can't do it. They can't help. They can't, they can't help. help. Uh Uh-oh. Right. And so we have all these pretty little 
contest, reading contest, check off the book, check out. But then the parent can't read. Uh oh. Mm. So then what that does is just ex, you know exacerbates and expands the problem that we have. But we are in a for us one reason it's a it's a passion for me because when I was an edu, when I was as an educator in high school, I dealt with a lot of the kids that were considered at risk. That's right. But I call them at promise because mm. given the like right that. resources Uh-oh. and the right access. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Really, they can walk in promise just like all of us. Now, how do they take advantage of it? How do you ensure that they're taking advantage of what you're offering? Well, if you're just talking specifically for Read to Win, is what we're doing now, getting the word out. That's right. You know, we are meeting with um, different organizations. We're meeting. My particular part is partnering churches with schools. Uh Uh-oh. Now, on Sunday morning, praise the Lord. Pastor Jack Crane allows me to have that that platform to go on my little rant, as I call it, in love about how important it is to read for our children to know how to read, right? Yeah. And so it's not just the school's responsibility. Right. It's not the government responsibility. No, it it's all of us. So That's when right. we talk about, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. That's right. The village includes all of us. It's a community Ooh. of Uh-oh. people. That's right. Right? And so we have to come in. So one of the things that we focus on is partnering with other churches. And so, I, you know, I just want to encourage and challenge churches. You have church members that they can come in and can quote scripture but don't know how to read. Mm. They just memorize it. Mm. Like, don't fool yourself. And, and sometimes okay. the way they memorize it is not always the correct way. Ooh, right. They got a bad understanding. That's a whole yeah. different show. But you're right. <laughs> That's a whole different show right yeah. there, Pastor. Yeah. But you're yeah. right, though, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, my, my own experience was, you know, I, I took my son, and I'll just say me, I took him out of Fort Worth because he was getting 90s and on honor roll, but when he came home, couldn't pass my test. Mm-hmm. I found myself looking in a, in a school in Mansfield where they wanted to put him in special ed. Wow. You're on the honor roll here. You want to put my boy in special ed over here. So we, I didn't have a program I can reach out mm-hmm. to you. And I'm, I'm a church-going man myself, you know right. what I'm saying? But th- these are things that people need to really understand. But what about the parent that's not in church? Because a lot of these kids, are, well, young adults, they're not going to church like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So how do we reach them? Well, right? see, one, one of the one of the – the benefits, and, he, and this is what I say is the, is the secret sauce. Uh-oh. When we started out with Read to Win, I got with Lady Crane, and we met with the first ladies of the church, of a number of churches, okay. a number of pastors that I knew. And we said, you know what, that's the last voice possibly a pastor hears before he, go, before he goes to bed. And typically wow. first ladies are the ones that's working in the youth departments. Right. So wow. they're working with kids all the time. So we had a meeting, and it was our plan for the first year to maybe launch Read to Win into 12 schools. Mm. First year we launched, and we had 28 schools. Wow. We've gone as high as 58 schools across multiple uh, school districts. And so with, with that being the case, when you're talking about how, to, how does Read to Win, uh, you know, bridge that gap and help these children be able to, um, how, how can we say it, uh, reach their highest potential, right. right? So that way people are not putting these tags and labels on our kids exactly. like they did your son. Exactly. What we end up doing we have loving, caring adults that we call ARCs, mm. adult reading coaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. We actually go into the churches. We go into there and we uh, train their volunteers. Mm. These individuals, men and women, they go in and they sit down and say, you got three requirements. 
you got to love children. Mm. You got to know how to read. And you got to pass a criminal background <laughs> check. That's it. And I said that qualifies you for read to win. That might and, knock a lot of them out right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, it, 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 we've had a, we, we haven't had too many get knocked okay, out. Okay. And what I've discovered is this. We've had some repurposed educators mm-hmm. who still love children and want right. to go back in and make an right. uh, impact. And so they what they do for that child that does not get that extra support at home, we provide a loving, caring adult that meets with them one-on-one. Wow. One day out of the week for 30 minutes. Wow. 28 times a year. Mm. What we've discovered is not only is this child helped out or improves academically, right. because Read to Win has a 79% success rate of bringing our kids back to reading okay. grade level. Now, I want you to remember that that's okay. that number. That's huge. But 100% of our kids make progress. That's right. Ooh. Okay? And so from Read to Win, what we do is we, we approach it from a socioacademic perspective. Mm-hmm. Not only are we transforming a, chi- a child's heart, right, mm-hmm. and the way right. they think right. and, the, and their perception of themselves, but we're also giving them the ability, a gift that keeps on giving. If you think about reading, right. think about the Word of God. Mm. John says, in the beginning was the what? The word. the word. So it's mm. been about words, isn't it? The whole time. The whole time. So mm. God has even embedded that in his word mm. that reading and the word is important. It's one. And if you can't read, you can't read the Bible. Nope. Right? And That's so if right. you can't read the Bible, we can't make disciples. That's right. Right? And so mm. when you look at what we're able to accomplish, we work with these students. And we we've, we've literally have seen kids who have been what they would say disruptive in the classroom. Now they are actively participating in the wow. educational process. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? And so uh, it's a number of different quotes that we can quote, you know, but one one I, I love the most, it says that education is the great equalizer. Mm. And so when you give a, a, a child an opportunity to attain an education, much like myself, you know, I, I said before, and oftentimes I don't tell, tell my testimony, but uh, my mother was a high school dropout. Mm. A lot of folks okay. don't know that. That's all right. Got married because she got pregnant early. That's right. Got married. She went back and got her GED. Mm. Raised two children. Mm. Parents got divorced when I was two. My mom went back and got her bachelor's at TCU in nursing. Got her master's uh, in nursing from Texas Women University. So education was always big for her. That's right. So I always say she graduated cum laude. I graduated. Thank you, Lottie. (laughs) You know, and so education was the great equalizer in our our home. My sister is a reading specialist. Wow. She works for one of the local school districts. She's also a consultant of ours as well, too. Right. So we have the right people on this team that have looked at every aspect of how we can engage our kids from every perspective, right? Because we don't want them just to have just a uh, a, a bit of what they need, a portion of what they need. Going back to the Bible, Jesus says, will thou be made whole? Mm. And what we provide in Read to Win is an opportunity for a child to become whole. Mm. So now, not only are they less disruptive in class, they're participating in the right. educational process, right. they're feeling better about themselves, they're loving to read now, you know, they're lifelong learners, and now they had a, an adult who poured into their lives, who, put it this way, we can't go into the schools and preach Jesus. That's right. But we can go into the schools and be Jesus. That's it. We can be his hands. We can That's be his it. feet. We can be his heart. We can be his eyes. And so someone always said, you know, you may be the only Bible that somebody reads. Mm. And so what that does for us, especially with the local church, yes. when we go into these schools, they start saying, wait a minute. You got these local church people coming here? 
in 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 really making an impact in the area that's most needed for us, right? Right. right. Things that we're most interested in. Right. And they're not coming in with their bobbles and thumping and saying, you know, this and that and that and this, you know, and everybody gonna go to hell. You need you need you. We're not coming in there like that. We come in there with the love of Christ. Because as Lady Crane just said a while ago, it is a travesty, it is injustice when we don't address something that is that's right in our face and Definitely. that can really change the trajectory that's right in a child's life but not only in our a child's life but in our community that's right yes. that's i mean right. it, it, it's criminal and when i say it's criminal 70 yes. percent of the people that are that are incarcerated can't read exactly mm-hmm. see how all that ties in together oh, so yeah. what we end up doing we stop the bleeding on the front end exactly okay so we're not dealing with like if a person's sick you don't give them an aspirin that's right you know that that that's a temporary fix what we're doing is actually coming in and, and yeah. providing the bomb, the healing that kids you know, need from that, education. Before, before you go, before you go to JP, we have a call on the line. He's been waiting. Uh, caller's been waiting for a minute here. Come on, caller, you're on the line. Say what's on your mind. Caller, you there? Yes. What's Come on. on my, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Come on. Yes. What's on my mind is that. Thank you. Let me thank uh, Pastor Cole and the First Lady of the Vine Church and all over here and thank. Fishbowl and and uh, and all y'all. Let me say this because I have, I'm on, I'm headed to a board meeting. Uh, uh, one of the issues is, uh, particularly in our community, we spend more time and money. Hear me well, and we care more about sports and entertainment for our children than literacy. Amen. And if we can somehow flip that, you're going to have a better community, you're going to have a better culture, and certainly you're going to have a better society of, of, of our people. So I just wanted to just say that because we, we, we know it. And, and what we're trying to do through Read the Wind, which I think it's, I, I think it's a national initiative, uh, we're going to, we're going to, if we do what uh, uh, we're supposed to do and, and, and get in these schools and get in these churches and, get, and find a way to teach these children how to read, you're going to Again, you're going to see this thing uh, flip, and you're going to, you're going to, it's really going to keep a lot of children out of jail from going to prison. Yes, thank sir. you. Yes, Pastor Jack Crane, Truvine Church. Thank you, Pastor Crane. <laughs> Come on, JP. No, I, I, My friend. I, I totally, totally agree with that. Now, <clears throat> the one thing I will say, especially about, I always hear about literature being sent to um, individuals that's incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you made a great point. You incarcerated, we're sending you literature, and you can't read it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's when yeah. the, you, the, the problem just escalated, right? Right. And then you got other individuals that want to read, but then too, um, pride. Right, pride to take over, and when we get to be adults, so it's so it's so powerful that mm-hmm. you're saying you're reaching out to the child. Right now, when you say you're reaching out to the child, is this, this an act uh, after school program? Is this a during the school, school day? Oh, during it's school day, actually during the school day. Okay. So what mm-hmm. we do is we have. Um, um, the whether it's a reading specialist or their data specialist, mm-hmm. they identify kids of what we call on the bubble. Okay. So if a kid does not know how to read, period, mm. it's real hard for us because we don't, everybody is not a certified reading teacher that come and volunteer, right? right, right. But we have that kid that with a little more help can push them over and get them on the track, moving on, right? And so one of the things is, is that during that time, they're able to just spend that one-on-one time. And I just want to say that some educator and, um, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. We have to move away from all these little fancy curriculum. It God comes down there to the go. basic 
of knowing your ABCs, that's right. fundamentals, phonics. That's right. Right, because your your al- alphabets, knowing the sound of B B B B B B for bat. Right. That's right. And that's then right. putting letters together to make words. Words make sentences. Sentences right. make paragraphs. Paragraphs right. make stories. That's right. And so we have moved away a lot of times from that when we were doing the you know the whole language, the balanced literacy, all the cutesy stuff. Mm. And kids still don't know their alphabets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me just say this and come back to putting the responsibility on the teacher. For the parents that can read, there's okay. absolutely no excuse. Mm. I read to my son when he was in my womb. Ooh. Okay. All right. And parents don't know that's the deep. impact. That's old school right mm-hmm. there. Right? Ooh. That's, that's impact there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right? That's right. And then when he was a baby, we still read. That's I right. Said my, I already had my granddaughter who just turned one. You know, I have a book. I do, you know, personalized books and order them with their names in them. That's right. So that they can begin to read and they can get exposed, those kinds of things. That's right. I, I have a problem with parents paying $300 for a pair of tennis shoes but won't pay for tutoring. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like that right mm. there. That's deep. Mm. And so you paying for tennis shoes and they're not walking anywhere. That's right. Wow. You're paying for a hairdo mm. and they don't have anything in their head. Wow. How much sense does that make? You're going to maybe good. go there. Right? And so I'm not That's trying to good. be critical. I'm just trying to say the reality of it is. Yeah. And you have resources. You know, it's like when you talked about the school district that you moved your son to, I tell parents all the time because one of my certifications is in special ed, right? And so I try to give parents oh, I let it happen, resources. Though, oh, I know. Right. <laughs> I because especially if it oh, was yeah, a male, yeah. oh, no, an no, African-American male, I already to, know. He went to the table with me, yeah. so that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> right. I already know. Mm-hmm. But whether it's special ed or, you know, reading in general classes, it that's doesn't right. matter, is helping people to learn to access resources. Right. Right. I tell our church all the time, we have several educators. There is no reason why you can that you have an excuse of not asking a question about something. Teachers, and I'm educated, need to be held accountable, mm. bottom line. Mm. But nobody wants to hear that, right? Nobody really wants to tell the truth. So I am one. You can't get well if you don't first acknowledge that you're sick. Yeah, you got to have those courageous conversations. You got to have those courageous conversations. And so that's where we are. And I believe the Lord has this visionary. uh, Pastor Cole has given him that vision. And this has been in his heart. And when I, you know, came aboard from the very beginning, then I was able to come and actually work for. I am I am committed to being a voice and blowing the trumpet and doing a clarion call for for literacy. Because if you can't read, if you can't read, I tell kids all the time, then that's how people take advantage of you. That's why a lot of sports figures now, they make all this money and then go broke. Mm. Couldn't read the contract. Because you didn't know how to read (laughs) the print, the fine print. Couldn't read or write and couldn't add. Right. But you know. And and it's more than just read. It's read it and comprehend it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to understand what you read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the way to the word, right? All the way to the word. We got a caller. Hold on. Come on, caller. You just called in. Come on, caller. Thank you for waiting. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing good. You're doing so good. Listen, I listened to her. She's sitting up talking about the children and everything and how they need. I think she's really doing a great job in everything she's doing. And since you love doing that for the children, would you... I have 20 children. I don't know who none of their daddies is. Would you please... Please, babysit them at least for me, ma'am, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, Why are you one thing, one. at me like I'm ugly, like I'm UNC ugly and queen. <laughs> <laughs> this got to be a comedian. You got to be a I, comedian. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I have no answer for that. Well, I tell you one thing. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't provide daycare services, but what we do is provide a soul care service to help a child <laughs> one day out of the no, week no, for thirty no, minutes no, at a time. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. I need you to babysit my twenty kids. You don't have to do it at a daycare. You can only do it for free. Oh, 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 oh. Babysit my kids for free. Oh, oh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sister. We're going to be praying for you. We're going to babysit them and teach them how to read. That's right. <laughs> she she got a village. I was going to the next point of deflection. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people get to the point they don't want to do, and they expect the teachers to do what they're supposed mm -hmm. to do. Oh, yeah. You know, what happened to the mother that, like you said, read to the child? Mm -hmm. You know, I think my mother used to wait for me to get on punishment so she can hand me a book. And I didn't get all punishment until I read that book mm -hmm. and then told her what the book was about. Absolutely. Because she already read the book. I couldn't even go in the room and act like I read the book. I had to read the book for understanding. Mm -hmm. right? Anyway, I go, get back to the point of <clears throat> how do we get these young adults to know this is your job? When you have a child, you should be taking your child on field trips to the library. Let, let me what happened to that mother? Well, right? let me let me let me take it from this perspective because one of the things that we're very careful with is to not to lay blame on a lot of people. Okay, okay? we're not here to be you know, to present a problem, but we're here to present a solution. Mm. And one thing I discovered is that you know since we have in our in African American community in particular, you know seventy approaching eighty percent of our kids are in single parent homes, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So they're being raised like this woman that just uh -oh. called, lady uh -oh. just called a second ago. She, if you got 20 kids, you don't have a whole lot of time, right? Mm. <laughs> so so even if this mother yeah, is working. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's another conversation. <laughs> but even if this mother is working and her child needs her to come to the school to take care of an issue, to meet with a teacher, she can't do that because if she misses work, guess what? That's a water bill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's an electric bill. Yeah. You got three or four of the kids you got to. So we don't say, we're not saying that parents don't care about their children. Right. They do. What we're saying, because they love them, you know. Mm -hmm. But what we are saying is that there are resources that are out there. And this is, and resources is not always monetary in, you know, in value, per se. The resources that we have are people resources. And that's okay. the most invaluable resource, especially in our community. Because I always say this here, when you, when, you, when you make an investment, we always say this during the training, you're making an investment in a child's life. Right. If you got an hour to sit down and watch television mm. every single day, uh -oh. you got 30 minutes of your time one day out of the week to impact a child's life. We call yes. that what, what I call an intangible tangible. Yes. Which yes. means that if you meet with this child mm -hmm. this year, you'll probably never see that child again. But guess what? When they're 30 years old, they're going to look back and say, man. That was this lady, Lady Crane. Right. She came and she said, and I was just, you know, That's I was right. kind of insecure about myself, but she made an indelible impact in my life. That's yeah. right. That's what we call an intangible tangible. That's yeah. right. And so the thing is, you know, is is you know, scripture tells us, you know, one plant, one water, but God brings the increase. And yes. so what we're doing is we're just planting seeds, yes. right? right? Somebody That's else right. is gonna come along and water it. That's right. You know, but then we'll see the results. We may not ever see the results of it, but one day God's gonna bring a harvest out of this kid's life because mm. of how we've impacted them specifically in this particular area of literacy. And so, mm -hmm. you know, that's what we're really passionate about, you know, and 
And, and if I could implore anyone that's listening right now, if you want to get involved, just go to our website, www.read, R-E-A-D, the number two, okay. win, dot org. Okay? And we purposely put the number two in there because it's one-on-one. One plus one is two, right? You got one adult, one child, right? So it's read, www.read, R-E-A-D, number two, W-I-N, dot org. And you'll see everything about uh, our program and you'll learn everything you need to know. And here's what I want to add to um, that, because I get passionate because I've seen so much. And um, people always ask me how many kids I have. I have one biological, but I've lost count on the other kids that I've taken in or mentored mm-hmm. and, you know, those kinds of things. That's so, right. so you know, you have an opportunity and people say, well, it's only one kid. But that's one kid can affect another kid. Right. That other kid can affect another kid that's so right. you don't you know you don't focus on it's just one kid that's one kid that's going to make a difference that's one kid that may stay out of prison that's, that's right. one kid that may not die early that's one kid that can be successful and see and be able to be exposed to some other things so sometimes we make it hard and it's really not hard but lady crane can i say something <laughs> yes. that's one kid that will impact one family yes because right. that kid is going to grow up and have a family. Yes. Right. And then that one family is going to multiply and have multiple families. Yes. That's right. All yes. because you planted one seed. Yes. It's like that old saying, when you when you when you see an, an apple seed, what do you see? Yes. Some people say I see an apple apple tree. No, mm. when you see an apple seed, then what you see is an is an orchard. Yes. Because mm. out of that one seed, multiple trees can yes. come. Multiple apples yes. can come and it yes. just continues to multiply. Yes. So it's more than just one kid. Mm-hmm. We're talking about something that's generational. Yes. yes. Generational. Mm. That's how you even end up with generational poverty when it's not addressed, you know, those kinds of things. And so, you know, again, when you said, how do we talk to um, these young parents? We're living in a different day and time. We are uh, social media. That's our competition. That's our competition big time. And so you have, I know in education, one of the things that we know, we have a lot of younger parents. Yes. And so for me, a woman my age, um, a Titus II woman, I take on the responsibility, and I'm challenging other women, to get in the lives of young mothers, to help them to see, to help them to move along, to help them to see, first of all, who they are, their identity. That's right. And to be able to build them, encourage them, so that then guess what happens? When they feel encouraged, then it goes through the family. Right, and so a lot of times what we see when, when kids are not reading, when you look back, the mother wasn't reading, the grandmother wasn't reading, mm-hmm. you know. And so you know, even with the schools, yes, you you see a lot. You it is what it is, but what can you do? That's right. What can you do? So start with you first as to what can you do. So we are always challenging churches, and let me just say we are we have churches that have partnered with us. But I will say, Pastor Cole, we say this all the time. We need to see some churches that look like us. Oh, yes. Come on. Uh-oh. Come Uh-oh. on. Uh-oh. That's very important. In one yeah. zip code in Fort Worth, Uh-oh. 76105, okay. there are more than 50 churches yes, in one zip code okay. and possibly about 10 schools. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine if every church That's right. adopted a school? And I tell, I tell pastors this. I say, you know what? The biggest lake that you can fish for men is in your backyard. Uh-oh. Yes. I say, so going to the schools, you're fishing for families That's now. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So you go in there and you, you earn the right to be heard. Yes. You know? And what we've discovered is that when those partnerships happen, 
when it's time for Christmas and Easter and different graduations, guess what? Now the schools are wide open. And they're like, come on in. You know, we give the teacher support during the te- testing time, you know. Mm-hmm. So now you, you're building this collaboration and this partnership. And then they see the heart of God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because as James says, you read out of the book of James earlier, right? That's when right. we open up the, open up the program, it says, what is true religion? True religion is to keep yourself undefiled from the world, but also to take care of the orphan and the widow. Wow. And we have a lot of orphans. And, and, a, and an orphan is a child that does not know their parent, right? Right. Or does not have a parent in, engaged in their life. Mm-hmm. And while our children may have a parent, right? Right. They're still considered, in a sense, orphans, hmm. you know, because you need a loving, caring adult in their lives. Not that they don't have it at the house. But our children need supplemental That's help. right. That's where we get down to equity. Right. Let me just yes, sir. ask this question of concern. As an educator, uh, Lady Crane, and as a pastor, how much of us really care? Uh-oh. From just your professional, your just total scope of watching the response how much of us you know you just you just mentioned about mm. 76105 yeah how yeah. much of us really care about the condition of our children with reading uh-oh you know what i i, I try to be a an optimist when it comes down to questions like that cuz those are hard questions yes sir yes sir and i and in my answers have to have biblical basis okay Scripture says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay. Right? And I don't think it's a matter of people not caring. It's a matter of people not, not knowing. knowing. That's okay. exactly what I'm You know, because, say. you know, that's, that's, I'm giving you an example. Prostate cancer amongst African-American men mm-hmm. is huge. Yes. It's not that they don't care about their own health. Yeah. They just don't know about it. You know what I'm talking about? And when they don't know, it's too late. Okay. Mm. Are you following what I'm talking I about? So it's a lot of things that we deal with in life that we just don't have the knowledge right. of. Right. Okay. Not that we don't care. Right. Okay. You just don't have the knowledge. And so okay. I think what needs to happen, particularly in our communities, is that the word needs to get out. Mm. And generally where that happened was across the pulpit. Remember this. Historically, if you wanted to move people politically, where did it happen? It happened through right. the church, That's across right. that pulpit, right? Mm. That's right? Any major movement that happened in our community That's right. happened at the church. Okay. I believe what God is doing in and through us right now, he's awakening a sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't take hold of our own destiny, Nobody else will. Yeah. Mm. And we've got to take responsibility for the future of our community. Because guess what? I want to see two parent homes again. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. I'm yes, talking sir. about I want to yes, I want to see black men working yes, and owning businesses yes, again. Sir. That's right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I sir. love our sisters and we've been celebrating sisters because they do a great job. But where are our brothers? Adam, where yes, are sir. thou? Yes, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and so sir. we know that literacy is is impacting our boys. You know the most. That's right. And I guarantee you, if you have a man in the house that's mm. literate, that's educated, mm. that loves Jesus, mm. come on now, he's we can change the trajectory extinct. of our community. Yes. Ooh, yeah. He's almost. Yeah. We'll, we'll have we'll have yes. less rappers and less yes. ball players and more yes. business owners, yes. educators, doctors, yes. and everything else. Yes. That's what we had in our community back yeah. in the day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to. Uh, Lady Crane and Pastor Cole right here on the Am I Worth the Time show right here at Fishbowl Studio with JP as they're conversating about Read to Win. Now you've heard the intelligent pastoral response 
from Pastor Cole. Mama and them used to say you're just sorry. <laughs> you need to quit being sorry and you need to care about them kids and get them kids <laughs> to ready to read. Come on, JP. <laughs> I got another question. Uh, how, how do you avoid or, or get around the challenge? I'm trying to make sure I word it correctly. The challenge of the new way. I see people texting and they're not articulating. They're texting or brief, you know, the way they use their words right now. It's not really correct. But they starting to build their own language out of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then they filter this down to the children. While I'm watching the children think that they don't understand the difference between um, it's and it's. Or, mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> you or you are. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Right. And then those 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 words are like beat up. BTW, I thought it was when I took shorthand. I thought it was in between. Until I found out it meant by the way. By the way. Right? O-N-G-W. Yeah. O-N-G. Oh, my God. S-M-H. Shaking my head. Yeah. Yeah. We got to figure out what that is. Hold on. I'm going Christian now. What? T-G-B-T-G. To God be the glory. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I'm glad to know I wasn't on that Yeah, you said Right? I would I would love it with my I would love it with my children did it to me, my boys, because I didn't have no problem saying, Man, what are you talking about? I don't know what this means, but yeah. everybody else I tried to play it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would have to tell you that because uh even in the higher educational institution right. There are kids that are in college that still cannot write a complete sentence. Oh, yeah. And wow. they're college oh, level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've talked to some professors. Oh, yeah. Still cannot write a paper. Yeah. There are people that with a PhD, all right, or, you know, or their doctorate or whatever. Oh, yeah. For however they got through the dissertation, paid some, whatever to write, still cannot write. That's right. I'm telling you things that people have said that no, were educated. That's, true. that's you, right. right. Now, you're reminding me of, I heard, and I don't know the lady's name, but she was talking about reading, learning, being able to read on grade level. Mm-hmm. Right. And the first thing she said, JP, is when you are behind on grade level, that's right. You're behind on everything. That's right. You exactly never catch right. up. Oh yeah. And that's what up. she said. Right. And you just mm-hmm. and you didn't even know that. And that's what right. you just said, just sit there mm-hmm. and just brought confirmation of what she said. Grades one to three, that's when children are learning to read. Right. But from fourth grade on, they're reading to learn. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know how to read, guess what? They won't know how to learn. That's right. Wow. And that's, that's why a lot of tests now, if you notice wow. now, even on the English, what they call the ELA test, they are open-ended question. It's no right. longer, you know, um, the, um, the where you pick the choice, A, B, C, and D. You literally have to write. write it so out. if right. I don't know how to read, mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer the test. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, you, we heard uh, Pastor you know, Cole say uh, people don't know. Listen, y'all need to forward. Y'all forward everything else. Ooh. You need to forward this Ooh. because now you need to know and you need to share with your partner. You share everything else. If you're watching by Facebook, you need to share this because it is critical for one to three. Come on. And, and, and it's getting worse, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes. now we got this thing called AI coming into yes. it. Yes. Right. So AI is going to mask a whole lot more problems, right? You get this thing, you know, apps on your phone, chat, GPT. It'll almost tell you anything you want to know, well, from another perspective. Yes. But you, I tell people all the time, the danger in um, going on any website, one, is not fact-checking. Mm-hmm. 
people don't True. understand, you got to go to the library. Where's your source? Citing sources when you're writing papers, right? And I understand that's not on a one to three grade level. Right. But when you're in college, you know, you have to cite your sources. That's right. When you're building these websites, people can write anything. Right. And uh, hurt people hurt people. That's right. Mm -hmm. They want to put pain on paper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they write it, next thing you know, people are believing it anyway. You get young parents, you know, absorbing this, right. trying to feed it into the children. Mm -hmm. So it's good that you got a program that's teaching them from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming starting off with A, B, C, D, E, F, and putting it together. Right. It's what we call CVC words, consonant, okay. vowel, consonant, like bat. Mm. B-A-T, that's a C-V-C word. Okay. Cat, C-A-T, you know, or a consonant vowel, at. Mm -hmm. So the very first day we sit down with these students, as Lady Crane just uh, mentioned a moment ago, we work with those kids that are on the bubble, the ones that need that extra help. Because what we've seen in our studies uh, is that 40% of students need read to win. Mm. Only 30, 30%. A little bit better than 30% of students in the DFW area are at reading grade level, mm -hmm. in particular Ooh, Fort, Fort Worth, wow. right? 30%. That means, so we got 40%, 30%, that's what, 70%. Wow. Then that means another 30% need those reading specialists. Wow. They need serious intervention, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So what we do is we concentrate on that, that, in that middle ground, that middle space, to help those students who at that 40%, that 40% of those students move up to that other level. So then that way, even from the school's perspective, they can put more of their resources to the kids that really need the reading specialist. Wow. Much like what my sister does. So it's, it's, it's not because we're the smartest people in the world, no. you know, and that right, we have right, all the answers. Right, right. But, man, I will tell you this. I read that book of James, and it says, if you lack wisdom, all you got to do is ask yeah, God, and it, he will man. give it to you that's liberally. It. Because, again, I'm not an educator. Ooh. I just think through things. I just process it. As Lady Crane said, I'm a visionary. I'm all over the place sometimes. ADHD. And she said, she said I'm ADHD. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Someone, I'm so, the same so, way. So Someone. we've got, we've got, a, we've, we've got these God-given strategies right. to fix an in, what we consider to be an insurmountable issue. And it's, real, it's very simple. It's the people of God coming in. Working with students. Now, someone's looking on Facebook and they want you all to tell them again how to volunteer, how to reach out to Go to our website, www.read, R E A D, the number two, win, W I N dot org. Again, oh, that's win dot org. I'm glad you said that. That dot org is very important. Don't, don't go to dot com like I did. I need you to go dot org. Dot org. All right. There you go. Right. Let me let me let me also there follow up with this. See, reading, right? Paying you know, attention, right? Go. It, illiteracy is criminal. And Ooh. I want I want I want to pivot. I want to pivot. Uh because, you know, what we what we aspire to do is to work with Mikey, Michael, That's before right. Michael turns into Pookie. <laughs> are y'all following me? Yes, sir. And one of the other initiatives that we have, and it's uh, Read to Win has been trademarked. Um, we've done all the due diligence legally, you know, to make sure that, that what we do uh, is a program that nobody else is going to try to hijack for their own personal reasons, yeah, right? That's right? Because our main focus is to help our babies. Yeah. Let's go back to what Jesus says. He says, Forsake not to the little children, forbid them not, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That was one of the few times he rebuked his disciples for not allowing children to come to Jesus, mm. but then to bless them. Yeah. So we, we're talking about blessing children. But going back to my point, we say, if a child can't read, it becomes criminal. 70% of incarcerated people are illiterate, okay? Yeah. So this is, this is what we've done. We've reached out now and have recruited, 
and it started through the Black Police Officers Association in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh-oh. We're now training police officers to go into the schools and sit down and work with the kids. Wow. So I say instead, of, I say what you need to do is invest on the front end versus divesting on the back Ooh, end. Because if they don't good. know how to read, you're going to deal with them when they're 18. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. You know what I'm talking good. about? Real good. They are super excited. Matter of fact, December the 12th, we have a training. Yep. And guess what they're called? We call the, the, the fire department, the police department, ambulance. We call them first responders, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what we call these guys and ladies? First read sponsors. <laughs> first read sponsors. First read sponsors. Okay. And so they actually go in and work with these students. And I'll give you an example of what took place a couple years ago when we first got on board. There was this one police officer who was a sergeant. And he ended up retiring from uh, the police department as an assistant chief. Mm. He worked with this young man. He's an African-American. He yeah. worked with this young African-American girl. When they first sat down with each other, he said she would just scoot away from him because she was afraid of him. And he couldn't figure out why. Come to find out her uncle, she had an experience where her uncle had gotten arrested and, you know, roughed up pretty much by the police officers. Right. I don't know what he was doing or what he was not doing. Right. Well, she had a fear of police officers. Over a period of time, he said, man, she got closer and closer to me and more engaged in the reading process. Mm-hmm. He said, one time I missed our session. And when I came back the next week, she said, what happened to you? She said, I thought you died. You know, because she had grown so attached to him wow. because of what he was doing, the, what he was pouring into her. At the end of their time together, she said she wanted to become a police officer. Wow. That's real talk, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, imagine this here, because, again, I'm, I'm dreaming. Can you imagine police officers riding down the street? That's right. Okay? And they pass by the little, little kid that they're mentoring, and then they wave at the kid, and the kid's friend looking like, why are you mm-hmm. waving the police officer? Mm-hmm. Well, he comes to my school every week. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, that's one of the benefits. Another it's ancillary benefit. Right. Well, another ancillary benefit is this. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of school shootings. That's right. Sure. Imagine having yes, police sir. officers at the schools all the time. Yes, sir. So if yes, you got sir. a police officer... That's right. Presence there at the schools, so now we're providing safety. That's yes, right. You know what I'm talking about? Why you have police? Yes, so right. you see how all this thing works. Yes. Yes. That's why we know that this is a God vision. You know, because again, I'm not, I don't claim to be the smartest person in the world, but I do know the one who knows everything. Wow. You know I'm talking about. That's right. And all we have to do is say, God, give us a vision, and where there is vision, there will be provision. Yeah. I wanted to go back to your point when you talked about AI, because that's Uh-oh. a big concern of yes, mine too. Yes. Because he talked about, he said, I just think through things. Mm. And one of the things with our young people now, they don't think through things. That's right. And so it's either Google or ask Siri. That's right. You know, Alexa. That's right. Whoever, they're going to ask somebody, but just using their brain muscle. Mm. That's right. That's right. Uh, And so that is critical, too, because we don't, you know, uh, and and I always challenge parents is uh, don't do for your kid what they can do for themselves. Exactly. And so. In their mind, I understand they think they're being this wonderful, great parent, mm. thinking that they give them everything they want, or something happens at school, and baby, I'm coming to, to rescue you, and those kinds of things. And then you get there, and you hear the other side of the story. I saw it. I've seen it so many times, and That's it right. breaks my heart. That's right. You know, because these kids are going to become adults. That's right. My son always said, Mom, you you just so tough on me. And, you know, and he graduated from a collegiate prep school and uh, graduated with from two HBCU All right. uh, universities, All right. doing well, living in Virginia. All right. Hi, Jacob. All yeah, right. That's right. Hampton. All we needed him to do is just play yeah, alpha, but that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Right, right, right. So, Hampton in North Carolina. That's AT. right. Uh, however, there was an expectation. That's right. And so, being a, you know, when we're talking about parenting, it, it comes back to mm-hmm. what Pastor Cole says. Sometimes people just don't know. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. right. And so, exposure is so important. 
And I just believe we're in a time where, yes, we preach the word of God on Sunday, but we are a whole person. Mm, that's right. We mm. are a whole person. You know, Jesus talks about not only your spirit, man, but he talks about your emotional well-being. That's right. Yes. That's your right. mental health. Look at this mental total, health thing. That's if right. all this fancy uh -oh. stuff was working uh -oh. so well, why is our mental health that's shooting right. through this that's building, right? right? And so we, you know, part of this literacy is not going to just affect their educational mind, but it's also going to, uh, you know, address their emotional. Because That's if right. I can read, then I feel better about myself. So now I don't have to become disruptive in the school mm. or they label me mm. special ed, mm. right? Or any other thing that they try to label you, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And so, um, you know, when you said that, to your point of AI, it is scary because all you have That's to right. do is tell them what you want. And so now our kids don't even have to think. That's right. And so as Dangerous. parents, whether Dangerous. you're a single parent or whether Dangerous. you have two parents in the household, being intentional. That's right. You know, uh, I used to ask myself a question with parents that are doing well in their career and all that. What What is it that I, I don't understand that you act like your kid's not going to become an adult mm. and you're not training them up in mm. the way that they should go? And, and train them up means in that part of their, their gift. That's right. Right? And so really nurturing that. Every boy is not going to be a football player. That's right. Right, oh. NFL, as my husband oh. says, said, not for long. Not yeah. for long. Ooh. Yeah. Right? I like that. Yeah. Not for long. Not for long. Right? And so we get all excited about this because now we coming out. We moving up to the, you know, we moving on up. Ooh. That's all my Everybody ain't a Dak Prescott. We are not. And, you know, we are not exposed. If we don't have the reading skills, the critical thinking skills that's to it. think through things, that's then it. that's why we become not for long and we don't have those bills. Right. We don't learn how to invest. In those businesses like a Michael Jordan and you know and, and um, LeBron, LeBron James, James oh, yeah, and, all of them, and all Magic of those Johnson, guys, yeah, you know, and you, and you know my my last thing because we're gonna go to break in a minute, but this is a question for you because you brought up area code, so I had to look up. I'm I'm not originally from the area, but I understand area. Anyway, seven six one zero five, and the first thing I pulled up was Deep South Side. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm. So when you say area code, because sometimes we get labeled like we can't read because we from this area code. Right. Area code put a name on it. Our first yeah. thing came up was Southside. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't 76132. It wasn't Hewlin. It wasn't um, up there. It was Deep Southside. The Deep Southside. Are you saying, I'm, and I don't want to put anything in your mouth, but is it? different from the south side and the north side of Fort Worth? It, it really is because now the, okay so now here here's an <laughs> indictment we've got the highest concentration of churches mm -hmm. in the south east quadrant yes. of mm. Fort Worth Texas Ooh. we've got the greatest resources of people in that area we've got some of the most egregious issues in that area mm. When I grew up in Poly, we had a, a red light district. Matter of fact, when I first planted our church, we had uh, ladies of the evening who would come to the church. In Poly. In Poly. Uh-oh. They buy drugs someplace else, they come using them in Poly. Ouch. I grew up in an area where they had the Poly rapists and police officers riding on horseback down the alleys and okay. helicopters. So this was, y'all think Boys in the Hood was something back in the 80s? Okay. No, Fort Worth was Boys in the Hood before Boys in the Hood was Boys in the Hood, mm. right? So we got some tough areas in those communities, but here it is. Here's the indictment. You got the light of the world, a number of churches, and why are those areas still dark? 
again, going back to people don't know. Mm. Or if they don't know, they don't care. You're going back to that care, right? So people don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. But are they we putting the resources in them areas? But here it is. It's other people that are putting resources in the area, and I'm going to be very frank. We cannot allow and afford other people to become our saviors. Ouch. Amen. Okay, so y'all, gonna, y'all you, you catched it on your way home. That's, That's what preachers I, I say, right? All right, you're catching it on your way I home. I got it now. We've got to mm. be able to shake our folk up and say, mm. you know what? This is how serious this is. Because going back to this whole AI, when you and I'm, we gonna, we getting ready to go deeper now. So we, oh, yeah. those that are that are doctors or whoever y'all can y'all can mm. check me on this one here. But when we have underdeveloped prefrontal cortexes, yes. Okay, so you're looking at me like, man, what does that mean? That's the front part of your brain the that deals with your cognitive no, no, development, no, right? You, you, you got that frontal. Hey, the hey, the hey, there there, there you go. Uh, you you with me? You tracking you. Track with me, I'm brother? With you. But somebody else listening may no, not be tracking. But it, it controls. It controls your emotions. It controls your intellect. And so now, when we start having this artificial intelligence. I guarantee you, if we don't address this now, that prefrontal cortex is going to start shrinking. You know what I'm talking about? And so now we're creating a greater issue because our kids don't know how to read and they don't have what? Critical, higher critical thinking skills. That's right. And it's as simple as learning how to read. Steve B, going to take us a break. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening right here to Regina Crane and Sultan Cove right here on the Am I Worth the Time show. Don't you go nowhere. They'll be back. We're going to take a little break real quick. We'll be right back after this. Podcasters, the name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7-817-633-4880. Jump in. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at let's talkrelationships.org or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org and remember you can't heal if you refuse to deal I may never have met you we don't go way back maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did but when you wear a mask you have my respect because your mask doesn't protect you it protects me I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Fishbowl Radio Network. Oh, that. U-S-B-R-N. 
voice matters. Jump in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Darius McCurry, and you're listening to Am I Worth the Time with Stevie B and Lady Jackie Holly Bell. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Welcome back to the Am I Worth the Time show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We are truly grateful for each of you that are tuned in with us today on the Am I Worth the Time show. We have a caller. I believe that's Lady Holly Bell. Come on, Lady Bell. Hello. Great show. Great show. Good evening to our we call her now our uh, statue in the Holly family. She keeps us all together. Lady Crane. Um, and uh, welcome, Pastor. But I, I listen to the show and I'm it read to win because we play so many games like bop it, hit it top, and we play all these different games, but we're not winning to uh, reading to win. So I want to ask, what do we do about the children that can't read and then they have a parent that can't read? So when the parent can't read, it can't have, cannot have the children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the child. No. Well, I can. Are they I, with a I can give you one of the one of the. I love these stories. Um, there was one particular uh, child was a few years back, and we had a um, celebration event. And one of the testimonies was this: that when this young man was involved with Read to Win, he went back home and he inspired his mom to start reading. He inspired his siblings to start reading. So it not only became, mm. you know. Uh, uh, it became contagious, you know, and uh, and I wanted to become infectious. I mean, you know, <laughs> it it needs to be the right kind of, you know, uh, infection if you want to say put it that way. But um, it really had an impact on that household uh, because can you imagine a brother or sister coming in and then now they're reading to their little brothers and little sisters? You know, mm-hmm. talking about and can you can you imagine how? Because I love dreaming. Can you imagine how inspiring it was for a parent, a mother, to come in when she wasn't reading? bedtime stories to her kids and now she has one of her kids mm. reading stories to her, their siblings you know what i'm talking about yeah that right there in and of, in and of itself are those those stories that that i think that it, it would happen more often if we would just do what we're you know inspiring and encouraging people to do here today and you know and i think too that there are probably kids that have taught their parents to read mm. You know, there are adult literacy programs. Mm-hmm. And so I did, this is kind of a side note. I meant to say in the first segment and uh, I've been going to some um, 
breakfast meeting, Democratic breakfast meeting. <coughs> you know, I'm just, I, I guess I'm in a season. I'm just trying to learn. I'm, I'm a lifelong mm -hmm. learner. So I'm always either taking a, a class, doing something, reading right. something, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we talked about voting. And we talked about how people or, you know, we got a lot of registered vote, voters, mm -hmm. but people don't go vote. Right. And so the question came in my head was, what if they could read the ballot? <laughs> don't know who you voting because for. see if i register to vote you can help me fill that out and say just put this here but mm. let me fill it out mm. for you blah 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 wow. and then let That's me deep. turn it in right mm -hmm. and so you can ask for help but how many adults will say i can't read can you read this ballot to me right and and you know that's a big thing so how do you get over that yes. pride and so if you how have you, the children mm -hmm. with you too that they can help but if your kids can't read and you can't read, and then we wonder why people don't go out and vote. So mm. if that was just a question for me. I'm always saying. You know I what, Lady Crane? Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. you. Know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. You know how many black folks did not vote uh, and they can't vote because they can't read? Wow. They don't know who they're voting for. Uh -oh. Can't read the name. Can't don't know if they vote Democrat or Republican. Can't, can't spell Republican. Can't spell Democrat. Mm. They see the person on TV, but then... If they don't have the person's face on the ballot, they don't know who they're voting for. Yeah, that's wow. true. That's and true. I can't that's that's, that's for deep. Issue that I need to say yes to or no to because I can't read it. So, you what's know, a what proposition? There? Yeah, you know, voting for proposition. What's, what's a proposition? What is a yeah. proposition? You got to know what the issue is yes. and then you got to be able to read. Yes. See, it, yeah, see, you know, I ask people all the time, you know, new literature come out. <clears throat> I, I'm guilty of it. You know, audiobooks make it easy. Yeah, yes, do. Yeah. You know, for me, it, it, you're not a reader until you read something you don't want to read. That, that's how I used to judge reading. Right, right, right. It ain't when I read something I want to read. That's easy. You know, when I got to read something I don't want to read, that's when I feel like I'm reading. And that's when you're learning. You're learning. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people don't do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people only read what they want to read. Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you teach a child to, to actually read and not just focus on, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to read this. That's mm -hmm. not reading to me. But you know what? I do think this. Um, and, and see, here's just some basic literacy skills I'm talking about on um, first grade, even kindergarten level right. that you can do. You're traveling down the road. You read S-T-O-P. That's the stop sign. You know, mm, they they looking you know, at that color and octagon. Well, right. part of but, part of part of reading is, is, is connecting. You're connecting. It's connecting. You're connecting. Yes. Okay. So, Memorization. So, so support it with a picture, right. right? But you're looking at the picture, the the octagon, the red, but also S T O P. You know, when we used to ride down, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lady, 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 lady Crane, yeah. break that down because she does our, our training. Okay. And in our training, we have picture supported Support vocabulary. Right. Hmm. Exactly. So break that down too, because right. that's what that's exactly what you're talking about. So, so, so what, even when we're talking about that, I don't know if this is what you mean. Like, for instance, we will have words, those sight words, and sight words are those words that you can't decode them. Like, you can't decode at, the, right. yeah. see. Yeah. You just got to know right. it. Right, right, right. It's words those that you look at, 60% like of the words that we read every day are sight, sight words. words. Yeah. Right. And just a tip Great on that point. for parents, you don't have to buy a flashcard. You could take index cards. Or whatever, cut sheets of paper and make them yourself, and you just go over them with your kids. See, mm. we, we make it real hard. So I'm trying to give you some simple tips that you can do, right? So you're writing down the so so. Here's another thing too that that we teach our volunteers as well is that if you've got if the word is gate, mm -hmm. right, and they may see you know they they may they may see the word gate, but then they see 
um, you know, uh, help me out with a this. picture that looks picture. like a fence. They, they look they like don't, a fence. Yes. Now, depending on where you come from, a gate and a fence is the same thing. Right. So you got to teach them to be able to That's know true. the difference. That's true. With that. That's yes, true. and so what we try to do is not say, oh, no, that's wrong. You're correct. In some places, it's called gate. But let's look at, we're talking about words that start with the letter F. But you see right. what I'm saying? You, you know, they teach this the wrong way sometimes. Mm -hmm. They'll yeah. take that fence, put a D in front of it, and teach it to a kid as defense. defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Yeah. I need yes. you to learn the word defense, the word, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And that's D-F-E-N. S E, not C E all the time. Or, right. you know, and knowing defense. the difference between right. T H E I R and T H E R E. Mm. There and there. And we have adults Ooh. that don't know that. Or what about a simple word aisle, like in our in our family? Right. Mm -hmm. I L L is either I apostrophe L L is I will or I L L means I'm ill. So sometimes Ouch. the kids can't be able to distinguish Ouch. is that owl or is that eel? Ooh. Now, and I understand this may be, that might be a little advanced for one right. to yeah. three. Right, 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 right. But, so where's the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to figure out, mm -hmm. I understand we're not going to be ABCing, but what, what, where else do you start? And what about the kid that doesn't be able to go home and continue the education? Maybe, you know, they're getting shunned by the older brother where, mm -hmm. boy, what you learning that for? Well, you know, you may get a negative environment at the house. How do you deal with that? So let me just kind of speak to that. Uh, he mentioned a term, socio-academic. Okay. That's why relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you not what I heard. Right. Not what somebody told me. Right. What I've experienced as a right. principal. Right. In working with kids. Right. Kids will learn just because they like you. Ooh, that's right. Because they want to please you. That's and right. they want to please you. They don't want to disappoint you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if you take little Johnny... And I noticed little Johnny, you know, I was, I was looking at, um, I was reading, I think uh, my, my bonus daughter, Asia, sent me an article where there was a guy, a uh, principal, I think in California or something, he kept detergents all in, there was a, a, some part of his building, and washing machine. See, people don't think about things like this. If I'm dirty, the kid's going to tease me, so I don't go to school. Right, right. So what did he do? He met a practical need. See, if you're hungry, you don't care about reading that day. Mm. 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 Yeah. Right? I had a kid in, in one of my behavior, and, and this is the greatest so lesson true. in which my, so one of my book I'm, right. of a book I'm, I'm presently I'm, I'm writing, but, but he would act out all the time. Right. And so one day he came in, he was crying. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? He said, I wanted to eat, but my dad was rushing me, and I didn't get to eat. I took him to get something to eat didn't have a problem with him the rest of the day. That's right. Right? And so some of those basic needs, that, that Maslow hierarchy, if those basic needs are not met, but then we want them to mm -hmm. sit down mm -hmm. and we want them to read. You know. You know, and sometimes <clears throat> at school, I've seen kids eat half a meal. I'm not telling you what I, Take somebody told me. I'm telling you what, half a meal to save the, save the other half of their brother and sister when they get home because there was no food at home. That's it. So, so why am I saying this in terms of how does that connect with literacy? That's it why does. it takes all of us. It does. So we don't give out the groceries. And we work with the literacy, but there are resources that we get food or, you know, there are things at, at school that, you know, like this guy who had the washing machine and the detergent. And the girl said, you know, at first I was kind of embarrassed bringing him. He said, but Mr. whatever the principal name, Mr. Smith, he made us feel like 
family. Ooh. And what I know to be true That's in, right. what this, in this new season of our kids, there are kids even who stay in $400,000 homes That's right. that are still suffering. How I know, That's right. I'm telling you something that I know exactly. by personal experience. Now right? you, you broke down something that's yes. very important. You know, I am a big fan of Maslow. You know, that hierarchy of needs, mm -hmm. until that bottom is um, secure, right. you know, yes. your safety, shelter, right? right? You know, mm -hmm. how you going to eat and drink, yes. water, mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. You can't get to the top of that, which is your social. Mm -hmm. That's right. Your learning, mm -hmm. you know, being the best of yourself. Right. You know, but a lot of parents don't even know what Maslow's is. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, right. some people can't articulate that, right? Correct. I'm also with Glasgow, you right, know. Right, right, You can't have that glass ceiling above my head. That's right. I don't, I don't know. I can't go no further up because I done put this glass ceiling on me. Exactly. You got to break that ceiling. That's right. Mm -hmm. I tell my kids all the time, we're going to shoot for the stars. I don't care where we land. We're going to be happy where we land, but we're going to shoot above That's this glass right. ceiling. That's don't right. Don't let anybody put a ceiling over your head. That's right. But sometimes we put our own ceiling there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it starts at that age right there. That, mm -hmm. And I'm sorry to point, but it starts at that age right there. So how do you get – I hear what you're saying about taking care of that um, safety, mm -hmm. making them secure, yeah. mm -hmm. feeding them. Right. Mm -hmm. And – but how does it continue when it leaves you? Well, you know what? The thing is, you help me out because I'm, I'm, I'm having one of those senior moments. Just turned 54. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 80% of the kids, I think, in Fort Worth ISD qualify for free and reduced lunch. If mm, not more. Really? If not more. So really? if you're So, I mean, just in the Metroplex. So I would wow. say 70 to 80% of our kids. Mm -hmm. So if you have legislators that are trying to cut those programs out. Yeah. So now you got kids coming to school hungry. Yeah. Right? Wow. Can't eat. And now they're disruptive in the classroom. Wow. So now when they're disruptive in the classroom, they can't learn. Wow. So you see how they're perpetuating the situation, making it worse mm -hmm. instead of making it better, right? Mm -hmm. And you got folk that don't look like us that are trying to pass those laws. You catch that on your way home. There's a lot of people that don't yeah. look like us that help us out yeah. tremendously. So let me just qualify that. We've got a, a number of brothers and sisters in Christ, white, black, you know, red, brown, you know. Because it takes us all, but you got to have you got to have even even during the time of 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 um, at the end of slavery, you know, abolitionist movement, you know, it were people that were not African American that yeah. were leading the charge. So we do know that but God has some people that that don't have the same hue as us. But we got to step up. But now. we got to step up now yeah. because so we see going, the Hot Wheels in office, and I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I get that. But Ooh. see, think about this here. What 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 I'm looking at, even just from a a futuristic or forward thinking perspective. Is that if you start cutting out programs? That's right. Now incarceration is going to go up. That's right. And really, incarceration is another form of slavery. That's right. And when that happens, people don't realize big businesses contract out in prisons. I'm talking about they they gap based on by the time they are in the second or third grade will determine the number. Fourth of grade. Fourth grade. Fourth, fourth grade, grade determine how many prison beds are going to be built. Yes. Really? Based yes. upon fourth grade reading levels. Are you serious? I am. Promise you. Wow. Look it up. Now, when you talk about doing resources, wow. just look it up. And they studies will show that they look at fourth grade reading levels to determine how many prison beds are going to be in America. So guess what? If they're not on grade level by the time they're in the third grade. I got a sale waiting on you. I got a sale waiting on you. Not a home, but a sale. Yeah. You see and, that? And right now, the youth uh, 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 jail is growing. Increasing, no, yes. They don't even have enough room. They don't have enough room. Juvenile. Yeah, the juvenile detention yeah, is growing now. So, well, yeah, they don't even have enough room. So. Well, see, now, and, and, and to your point, this is how serious this is. 
Very. And and we have got to look at this for what it is. And your heart ought to break. Seriously. That's one reason why Lady Crane said, you know, we have our sideboard conversations. And, and we know that what we're doing right now really is a, it's not a moment, it's a movement. Mm. Uh, that could really change That's right. our entire country. That's right. Um, it, we we got to start writing our own narrative. And one of the things we've done, we've allowed other people to write our history. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And uh, and this is a time I think we can really do something because with all the tension, the political strife that's going on right now, the underserved is not going to be helped. That's right. You know what I'm talking about? That's They're, right. They are not going to be helped. Uh, the disenfranchised are not going to be helped. Mm-hmm. You know, you got people who supposedly want to come to this country for a better life. Now we're rejecting them. That's right. You know, when the, the rig- original illegal aliens was coming through New York. <laughs> but wasn't nobody putting buoys in the in the rivers to treat, keep them out of That's another conversation. That's a whole other conversation. But the thing is, we've got to be we've got to be wise enough to be able to see really what's taking place, but then be courageous enough and Take the words of Joshua. When God told Joshua, be strong and of good courage. Be courageous. God has empowered us. He's, he's, God has a way of working for the working right. with the least of these. You know what I'm talking about? God has a way of working with people who say, I'm not much. You know, a Gideon. I'm hiding in the wine press. You know, who am I? God has a way of working with people who can even talk good language. Moses, I got to study and I'm stammering my speech. You know what I'm talking about? And he's, and he's working with our kids like that because when you talked about how our kids are, are using the words like D and fence, a picture of a fence. You yes. know what? I tell people this here. I yes. said, you know what? Really, African-American kids are English second language learners. <laughs> we got our own language at the house. That's you know what right. I'm talking about? It's called oh, yeah. Ebonics. Ebonics. And yeah. then we learn how to code switch. Yeah. We can go, what's up, man? What's up, man? At the house. But then in, the, in public, we can go, how are you doing today, sir? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So, so we're highly intelligent. Oh, yeah. Highly intelligent. Yeah. When we, we want to be. When we want to be. Right. But. But we've got to be able to, again, take ownership of our story. Right. Rewrite our narrative. That's right. Do something positive. That's right. Use the tools that God gives us. That's right. Like you told Moses, what's in your hand? Mm. And so this is what we're encouraging the listeners here today. What's in your hand? We're providing one tool. That's read to win. You know, I was just thinking when um, you're talking about rewriting our story. I tell people all the time, young people, I don't care what has happened in your life, you can always edit the ending of your story. Mm, that's right. You can always edit, right? You can, you can always hear this. Yeah. Y'all, you remember this here? Um, when we grew up, cartoons were educational. <laughs> now they're about violence and shooting yes. and, and, you yeah. know, misogyny and yeah. just, you know, all kinds of craziness yeah. out there. We used to hear those songs, Conjunction, Junction, mm-hmm. what's your function? Remember that? Mm-hmm. I'm just a bill. I'm yes, I'm a only bill. a bill. Yeah. So we were, yeah. I mean, that was Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. Right. We were yeah. watching it. Sesame Street, Sesame all Street. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, they have gotten completely away from away from all. It's nothing but violence, killing, and then the person that dies gets back up again. It's as if, you know, hey, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. So they're doing all of this craziness, oh, yeah. and they're dumbing everything down. But again, it's impacting our kids. That's right. In the most detrimental way. That's right. You know, I just want to say again, but 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 that conjunction though, uh, because weeping may endure for a night, conjunction. But 
joy comes in the yeah, morning. Yeah. So, so I, I they, that butt change, that butt takes you. So hold it here. So when your butt going in one direction, God has a butt to take you in another direction. You know what I'm talking about? That's right. Yes, He does. That's and so. Right. What I'm, I'm, I you feel know, like preaching. You, know, know, you can't can, can can help me. Yeah, calm down. You know, now. I just wanted to say because you know we, we you know we get passionate about this, but I always like to end with uh, just encouraging our listeners is that to be a champion and to champion our these, these efforts of literacy. That's right. right. That's right. Um, you know, everybody in the Bible didn't have ten or twelve verses. Mm-hmm. For them, like you didn't have a whole book of Daniel, mm-hmm. but you had some warriors who worked, who was with David. Mm-hmm. That you, they had one sentence about them, mm-hmm. but they made an impact. And so, what I want to say to people, as as uh, Pastor Cole has said before, if you can read, and you can um, you pass the the background, and you love kids. That's right. Listen, be that unsung hero. That's right. You don't have to have your name and lights to do it. And we're not, listen, you will make more of an impact because we always think what's shining is always bright. When there are people that are doing the work. That's right. Right? And they're doing the work because they have the passion and they want to make a difference. My mom and I share this all the time is that you've got to move from making tracks to making imprints. Mm. And there's a difference between a track and an imprint. Storm comes, it can erase the track part. You can't see where somebody walked. But if it's imprinted, it'll always be there. That's right. And that's what we want our volunteers to know, to come and make an imprint. Mm. You know, teach a child to read and give a child a chance. There you go. Hallelujah. It's just simple. It's not hard. It's not hard, you know. And so, and we're starting with, you know, when when I started um, partnering with uh, Pastor Cole in reaching out to to First Ladies uh, of the Church. And it's because I believe when we say we find everything in the church, we can. That's right. We are the feet and hands of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. We've got to do the work. That's right. You've Amen. got to do the work. You, you know, know? It's, a, it's so amazing because, <clears throat> and, and I'm going to let Stevie, Stevie B take it from here, but I started this off with a simple, uh, and I didn't meet you guys. I didn't talk to you guys before the show, but I started off with, but prove yourself doers of the word. Mm-hmm. Do the yeah. work. You got to do the word. There's work right. to be done. But doers of the word. It always right. starts with the word. Mm-hmm. Stevie B, where you at, Stevie Faith B? without actions is dead. Well, I'm, 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 I'm so <laughs> delighted <laughs> for our guest today, <laughs> Pastor Sultan Cole and Regina Crane. Thank Lady. Regina. Lady <laughs> Regina mm. Crane. Thank you. Mm. Lady Regina Crane. The as as uh, thank you for your Thank you for your work. Thank you for your heart. Thank you. Thank you for your passion. Ladies and gentlemen, if you listen, Lady Crane is a retired educator. Yes. And principal from the Mansfield ISD. Pastor Cole is one of the fabulous local pastors right here. Now listen, my wife would say reach one, grab one, love one, teach one. Here is the opportunity for all of us to engage in reaching our children. Do you love our community and your babies enough that you will partner with Read to Win, who is an interactive and engaging reading intervention program 
that targets first graders in elementary school. Faith-based organization, children in school learn to read in grade one and three, and then they read to learn starting in the fourth grade. And you heard something that was very troubling that they pointed out to us, that by the time your child is in the fourth grade, depending on their reading ability, it's already determined if they're going to be in jail or not. Good God Almighty. It's time for us to wake up and get serious about our community and our children. You can reach out to Read to Win at www.readtowin.org. Do you care enough to reach out to Read to All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us right here on the Am I Worth the Time show. Lady Crane, do you have anything else you want to say? And then after you, Pastor Cole. For the male host of 2023, I want to again <laughs> say thank you, JP. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you all for letting us come and, and really just talk about our passion and what's getting, you know, one thing about passion, you can't make it up. That's right. You can't conjure it up. That's right. It's there is naturally. People say you do a lot, but when, when it's a, your passion, it's not laborious. It's That's not right. work. That's it right. is what's in you. Like you walk it and you talk it. So again, thank you for an opportunity for us to, to share about a program that we know for a fact, That's without right. a doubt, and if we have evidence behind it to prove that Read to Win is a program that you want to be part of and be part of making the difference in the life of a child. Amen. Amen. Pastor. Yes, yeah, Stevie B and, and JT, Lady Crane, thank you all um, just for this time, this platform that you have to reach the masses uh, to deliver a message, a message of hope. Again, as Lady Crane said, our tagline is teach a child to read, give a child a chance. I'm going to close with this. How far would you go? To change a child's life. Mm. Wow. How much time would you invest to change a child's life? Mm. How much would you give to change a child's life? Steve. I oftentimes say this here a person misses their destiny by 18 inches. Mm. That's the distance between a person's mind and their heart. What we try to do is just encourage our volunteers just to go 18 inches that can impact a child's life for the rest of their life. Thank you for having us. God bless you. Literacy is personal. It's personal. We got to go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week. Same place, same time. Blessings. Thank you. That was great.
Lady Jackie Holly Bell at the Am I Watch the Tower Radio Show where we reach one, grab one, teach one, to encourage one, and love one. Won't he do it?
Clap your hands, it's a wrap.